Welcome into the I-90 Express podcast, where we discuss the state of the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills from a fan's point of view. And where down we go, 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 go. In this pod, we will cover the draft needs of both teams and run a mock draft where Freddie gives a lot of knowledgeable insight on key players. So Freddie, how are you feeling about the Browns on the eve of the draft? So I think after the free agency period, you know, bringing in Clowney finally after courting him for the last, I don't know, 14 months, the, the immediate needs are really at cornerback two across from Denzel. So they have Greedy Williams as a second round pick two years ago. However, he's coming, he missed all of last year, nerve issue in the shoulder. Only the Browns know what his health is really like. And he had a really up and down rookie year anyways. Uh, so I think some questions there. That is the only place you could potentially see them drafting someone that uh, would really be a true starter uh, is at that cornerback two position. Needs, though, uh, opposite of Miles Garrett, they have questions after 2021 at edge uh, opposite him. So I think that that is an important place that they're going to look uh, to fill with a younger player because Clowney is on a one-year deal. Tack McKinley's on a one-year deal. They have some um, down-the-board guys in Port Augustine and um, uh, Weaver from Boise State that they they nipped off of Miami last year as a fifth-round pick, but not a, not a lot there going into 2022. And I think that's um, – I'm not sure what the Bills situation is now, but the Browns are in this weird position now where it used to be this expectation where – I mean, three years ago the expectation was if you're – pick one through round one through four for the Browns. You're expected to come in and be a starter and contributor day one. And now the Browns are kind of looking at 2021 starters, maybe one, and then contributors two to three on offense and defense. And then you're looking at special teams guys. Um, I think that they would like to get a wide receiver based on the contract situations uh, with, uh, Odell and Landry going it after this year. I think that they would like to get an interior offensive lineman, JC Treader. Their center is going to be 30. No, he is 30. Uh, their left guard, Joel Batonio, perennial Pro Bowl, are very good player, but he'll turn 30 in the next year. And then uh, Wyatt Teller at right guard is a great player, but he's in a contract year. I don't really know anything about the extension, but, you know, based on the way guards are getting paid, thank you, Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, that, might not be fe- that might not be feasible there. So I think they would like to get an uh, interior offensive lineman uh, in the middle rounds. I think that they would like to add another safety because I think there's room there, even though they added uh, John Johnson. Grant Delpit will be coming back off the Achilles, but I think that they would like to ease uh, Delpit in. He hasn't played a snap in the NFL. He's coming off a very serious ruptured Achilles injury. Um, You know, it'll be about 13 months uh, come week one because that was a training camp injury. Um, But, and then they still got Ronnie Harrison, but he's in a contract year. Don't really know what you have in him. He played well in limited snaps last year because of injuries also. So um, I think that their focus is uh, mainly on the defensive side of the ball. but a couple pieces, they ran the most 12 personnel of any team last year. So I think that they would look at a tight end because Njoku's on his fifth year option. I don't think they'll extend him based on Austin Hooper's contract. It's possible that they would flip flop them. If Njoku has a great year, Austin Hooper doesn't um, fill it up. They have a, you know, they would have to take a little bit of a dead cap uh, to get rid of Hooper after 2021. So I think a late round tight end shot might be like a regular thing for them. Um, who knows? They might if there's a running back they like, round six or seven. I just don't think they necessarily value running backs that highly. But um, Chubb is going into his uh, last year of his deal, and then uh, you have two more years of Kareem Hunt. Um, but that contract's very movable. But I think if they would like to upgrade that that third running back position. So for me, the the number one thing is cornerback. Number two is uh, edge. Number three is wide receiver. And then four would be interior offensive linemen. What about the Bills? Yeah, that's that's almost the same boat as the Bills. In in going going back to your point uh, about 
immediate needs, Brennan Bean in the front office has done a really good job um, about limiting any need, like any starter coming in for the draft at pick 30 for the bills. They don't necessarily need a guy to come in and start. Um, They've kind of, they they have some mediocre players at some position, especially at offensive guard and the second cornerback uh, position. And that takes me into the needs. At pick 30, I would love nothing more than the Bills to take a cornerback corner if they fall. Um, but that's not sure if that's going to happen. Edge defender is the need number two. Uh, and then for number three, this is kind of a hot take. I'd say wide receiver, um, considering they have one of the best – uh, wide receiver rooms in the NFL, in my opinion, right now, it's kind of old. Uh, Stephon Diggs is still young, but Cole Beasley's in his mid 30s. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is, you know, he got in the league in the Reagan administration, so he's been in there a while. And so they're a little older receiver, and these guys are going to leave pretty soon. So I know Gabe Davis is still there, and he's he's really young. But if they could take if uh, if Elijah Moore uh, from Ole Miss falls, I would love to see that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think there. he'll be there at 30. I think he'll probably be there at the 30. I love Elijah Moore. I would yeah. take him at 26 if I were the Browns, but I, I love wide receivers. So it's, you know, I, I think he'll be there. I think Rondale Moore might be there in a small trade back for either one of the Browns or the bills. Um, you know, I was hoping that Rondale Moore fell to 61, but there's no way in heck. I don't think that. so. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he's got some size concerns for sure, but I, I mean, he just killed Ohio State in that game. I'll never forget that game. I mean, he, he is just an unbelievable athlete. Yeah. Serious size limitations. But especially if you put him in a situation like the Browns or the Bills in a winning situation where he's surrounded by other talent, you limit what he has to do. I mean, I think he is going to be – he could really be lightning in a bottle for somebody. Um, the one thing I forgot is, is I would be remiss to say that the Browns – Probably meet, we'll probably draft somebody late uh, interior defensive line. I don't think they would go Barmore 26 um, from Alabama, but after cutting Sheldon Richardson last week um, to save $12 million in cap, they, they only got, they've got a, they've got three interior def, defensive linemen. So Malik Jackson, who they brought in from the Eagles um, and then Andrew Billings, who they signed a year ago on a one-year deal from the Bengals as a one technique, but he set out, uh, that he took the COVID year out. So he's on a one-year deal. Um, Malik Jackson is also on a one-year deal. And then they've got uh, the second year guy out of Missouri. Gosh, I can never remember that kid's name. It'll come to me. But anyways, he is, he could, he's kind of a one or a three technique that they drafted last year. Didn't have a great rookie year, could improve this year, but he's the only guy that you have um, beyond 2021. I don't know how much they value the position. I think there's still some options out there in free agency. There's a lot of talk um, that maybe uh, Sheldon is going to come back around on a, on a lower deal uh, on a, at a lower number later, who knows, but the, and then the, you know, Maurice Hurst got, I would love Maurice Hurst. I don't know what his medical situation is with his heart, but he got kind of cut unex, inexplicably by the Raiders Nobody put in a waiver claim for him, though, in the whole league, which is very uh, kind of head-scratching to me because he's been a productive interior player yeah. as much as I hate to, like, pump yeah, up Michi- a Michigan, Michigan guy. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he's been good for the Raiders. Um, but he had heart concerns coming out. I remember that. Uh, in, the, in the pre-draft process. So I don't know if that was uh, what, the, what is driving his um, – him being cut or why nobody put in a waiver claim for him. It's weird because you could put in a waiver claim for him, still conduct a physical say he's not up to snuff and it doesn't cost you anything. Um, so it's just kind of a weird situation. I don't know any more of the details about it, but he's still, I think he's still out there. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. I, this is like people have been saying it's like the weakest interior defensive line class in 20 years or crazy stuff like that. I don't know about that. There's some, guys that I personally like as we, once we go into the mock draft um, here in a little bit that I would be really interested in, but what's your like dream scenario at 30? Uh, Everything falls right for the bills. What are you thinking? I think I told you this a little bit earlier, but if Caleb Farley could somehow drop to 30, I would love that. And I, I know a lot of bills experts are wanting Travis Etienne at 30. I don't like drafting a running back that high. No. 
And I don't know if the Bills need a running back necessarily because of how they run their offense. I don't think their lack of production last year was because of the running backs. It was more uh, the scheme and offensive line's ability to, to block. Um, so I don't want Travis Etienne at 30. Uh, Caleb Farley, if he were to drop to 30, somehow pass the Browns um, and anyone else that needs a cornerback, I would love that. What about you? At 26, perfect world, what happens? Uh, my ideal scenario would be Browns trade back. Um, future assets. I just feel like I don't love 26. Uh, some, somebody over at the 2247 um, Browns page, Orange and Brown, uh, yeah, OBR, they did a like history of the um, pick 26 and pick 27 of who's been taken there like the last 10 years or something. And there's, I think there's like one player of note at 26 and then like all these guys at 27. That really means nothing, but it's just, I just think that the you're better. I'm a big believer that these guys have very incomplete information just in general. They think they have all this information to make these picks, but your only way, my personal opinion is the best way to do this is get more picks because the best way to increase your probability of success is just have more shots at this thing because it's mo it basically comes down to luck. I don't know if there's a big difference between 26 and 45 in terms of the talent that's actually there. Um, I don't want to see a trade up that mortgages, you know, higher than, I don't know, 19 or 20 or something like that, where we're talking about future assets. The, the Browns do have an extra third um, this year. Okay. If we got to give that up to move up to get somebody, I guess that's fine. Um, but I don't really love giving up top 100 picks either, because I think those are guys that are going to be, important once you know i think the bills are being a similar situation once yeah. you got to pay uh josh allen baker mayfield 40 million dollars a year whatever it's going to be uh you're going to be dependent on rookie contracts and rookie contracts hitting um and you're more likely to get that in the first three rounds so give me give me a trade back to i mean i don't know if i want to go back to you know 44 with jerry um but there's talk that the Saints want to move up. I would take a little trade back there for um, a future third. Um, I would take a trade back for um, with Green Bay or something for a future third, something like that. Um, but if they can't move back, I think ideally uh, Farley's injury stuff scares me a little bit. The Browns Browns draft folks seem to think that he might he's there's talk that he's fallen out of the first round for people now with this back stuff. I don't know. Um, I love his talent. Like he's a top 10 player without the injury stuff. Um, Newsom, I like. Um, yeah, I'd be fine with Like both. a realistic target. Um, he's just like a bigger uh, Denzel Ward, which I like. He's over six foot. Um, I wouldn't mind Quiddy Pay. Oh, God, this is the second Michigan guy I'm pumping up on this thing. But. <laughs> I think he's the clear number one edge. I think he fits more what they want opposite Garrett because I think there's a lot of guys that are better suited for three, four uh, defenses uh, with Ojolari, um, Osai. They're a little smaller, like in the 250 range, and Quiddy Pay is a 270 true hand in the dirt, four, three defensive end um, that there's not a ton of those top end guys. There's, there's some other guys, maybe day two that um i like but yeah so i, I think between those two newsome and or quitty pay would be ideal for me if i have to take a pick at 26. yeah and and i i think i should point out there i, I wouldn't be uh upset with jason Oway. i don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name but the penn state edge guy i i wouldn't be upset about that i think he's high upside high ceiling but he could be a big bust guy too but i take it yeah I, he's a huge swing like yeah. he's just a freaky freaky guy doesn't know how to play football so I remember him because he was Penn State Ohio State when he was a high school kid he's from New Jersey and he I don't know if he immigrant family or what the deal is with him but he got started really late in football he played like two three years max of high school football and he's just a freaky athlete and personal opinion made a huge error going to Penn State instead of going with Larry Johnson who's the best defensive line coach regardless of position or regardless of level in, in America. 
where he would have actually learned how to rush the passer and the art of using your hands and gotten some tools other than I'm just going to be the most explosive guy I can and just like whip you with athleticism, um, which is not going to work at all in the NFL. So, I mean, if the Bills can be patient with him and he's going to be the third guy, okay, fine. Um, I personally don't want him to go to the Browns. They might pick him and it could work out great because he would be the fourth edge this year for the Browns. I just don't know if one year is enough. I don't know if you get enough coaching at the NFL level based on the restrictions of collective bargaining to actually advance your skill beyond what you personally are doing. And I just don't know if he has a sufficient base of football having only played, you know, five, six years of football before going to play at the NFL level seems like a huge jump to me, but maybe if he can play 15 snaps, pure pass rushing, he can be run his 35 yard dash time of four point. One five seconds. Six or five two fifty two running at three nine forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you, James. All right. You get a four three nine, and you get a four three nine. You get a four three nine. I do like Shaka Tony though on day three from the other edge from uh, from Penn State. He's a good player. Um, not the athletic guy that. Um, that Owe is by any means, but he has a refined game, and I would take a flyer on him on day three. Let's get this mock draft going. All right, so we're going to go – we're using the Pro Football Network here, and so I I just got it started. We're picking both Browns and Bills here. Um, We've got the first four picks off the board here. We went four quarterbacks, so pretty traditional Lawrence Wilson, Lance Fields. Um, we'll just quickly, we'll talk about uh, division rivals here. What do you think about Zach Wilson? Does that scare you? You know, I I honestly would be a little bit more scared if the Jets uh, went with Trey Lance. And that's a big boomer bust in my opinion. Uh, Zach Wilson 100%. doesn't scare me um, at all. I, I think Justin Fields is better. I think Zach Wilson, a lot of, lot, he's just overhyped. Uh, and that could I agree completely. Back. I yeah. don't understand it. I don't get it. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's Justin Fields. He didn't play against the level of competition Justin Fields did. Uh, I just, I don't, I personally don't get it. I think Trey Lance might have the highest ceiling out of any of these four quarterback prospects. Please don't get me started on Mac Jones. And thank God he didn't go here at three. Uh, if, if he goes here at three, John Lynch should be fired on Friday. He shouldn't be allowed to make another pick. He is a terrible GM to begin with to give up what he gave up to go up and get him. He deserves Mac Jones. And I like Kyle Shanahan. I have no problem with, I think he's a very good coach, but John Lynch is a truly, truly awful GM. I, I think Trey Lance is a great Criminal. pick for them. If, they, if, 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 if he lucks into picking them. Yeah. But they need to keep Garoppolo around for a year. First, pers- my personal opinion. I agree. But Trey, yeah. Trey Lance Although maybe he just needs to play football because he played one game last year. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, okay, let's keep running it. Justin Fields to the Falcons. I don't know. It's, he's probably screwed. It's better uh, than going to the Penny Jets. Sewell, this is my worst nightmare for the Bengals. I wish they would let uh, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney feast on Joe Burrow's soul for a year and his career before he ravishes the Browns. Kyle Pitts, oh, what do you I think about that? I don't like that. I no, the Dolph. I, I like Pitts a lot as a tight end, uh, and the Dolphins have Gasecki already. I, I yeah, I think the Dolphins sneaky. Is good. They have they have so much draft capital um, that they have just the luxury of doing best player available whenever they pick, and it's crazy how many draft picks they have. But yeah, I like Kyle Pitts a lot. Yeah, I if I were them, I would have gone Chase there, but personally, just because they have Gasecki, but you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. So there's the first cornerback at eight. There's J.C. Horn goes. Good. Some tackles. We like that. There goes Osua Komoa. I like running backs. So, okay. There goes Newsom at 22 and Quiddy Pay at 21. So people have talked a lot about this kind of – we're not going to do like trade-ups here because we'll be here all night. But the – having a trade – into this uh, 20 range. Oh no, this sim is doing trades. 
Interesting. So the they're moving around here also. But anyways, moving into this 19 to 20 range is kind of where people that might be something also for the Bills to move up ahead of um, Bears, Colts, Titans, where because those are teams that are quarter uh, cornerback hungry. Yeah. So as we see here with the Titans taken, uh, Greg Newsom at 22. Uh, click out of that. And then let's run this with the Jets. All right, so I got some trade offers here. I like that. There you uh, go. Third, look at that. I got, yeah, that's a pretty good one. So Eagles offering me 37 and 70 for 26. That's going to be tough to turn down. Nope, I will not do any inter. I'm not even going to look <laughs> with at Baltimore. That. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, 4071 and a 20. 22 second. I really love that. That could be a 30 uh, pick number 35 next year. Yeah. Uh, here, let me, I'm going to look at the board though, real quick. So Bateman, I love, I think he's really good for Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like him too. Uh, so Farley is still there at 31. Um, like I said, though, his injury History scares me. I wouldn't mind Morig, even though it's not like an immediate need at safety. He's like clearly the number one safety really in, the, good, yeah. in the draft. And he is something also, he's more of a, a pure free safety. Um, that's what he played. And the Browns don't necessarily have a pure, John Johnson is not a pure. He's more like a half, halves and robber and box guy. Um, Delpit played a little bit of pure free in college, but not great. He's better line of scrimmage slot defender. Terrence Marshall is somebody people have talked about. Effect uh, Woo Sorry, dude. I butchered your name from Syracuse. But he's really freaky guy. Um, but his brother fl flamed out in the league like three or four years ago, who was also freaky. But he's like 6'2", 6'3", corner, ran in 4'4". Um, really good player. Uh, Kadarius Tony, people talked about a lot. I, I mean, I like Bateman more, but he's another – guy i think maybe the bills might be interested in yeah uh, i'm not going to go any further down here all right so i'm going to do what i said i was going to do though so 37 and 70 that's for 40 71 all right i'm going to counter this i'll only do one counter because i could i could be here all day uh one yeah, the, the broncos trade with the 2022 second round because the, i mean the broncos could quite easily do what they what happened this year just suck Hey, Teddy Bridgewater is going to lead them to the promised land. Oh, you're All right. It's all right. I'm going to do, I'm going to do it anyways at 91 because we have eight Browns have 89. So this is their extra third that they're giving up from the saints. So I, I told you, I'm not going to sit there and counter all day because oh, you're that good, wouldn't man. be fair. Uh, okay. So three trade offers here, 37 with the Eagles plus Indies 2022 20, second. That'll probably be beyond 50 is my guess. Plus 161. You got 46 here. No, God, no. Screw no, the Patriots. Not going to do in the pitch. I love when they do this. Like, there's no way the Patriots actually call the Bills, right, with a trade offer or that the Bills pick up the phone. So, yeah, I'm going to reject I'm going to reject them all. Reject them all. All right. Oh, man, you got a good board here. Oh, my so, God. Rashad Bateman's still there. Bateman's at... still there. Your boy Farley is still there. Uh, well, you know, as much as I love as much as I love, oh, what is there? No, I take. I'm gonna, here? I'm gonna go with Bateman. Um, best player this available. Is, this is just like poor man's. Uh, he's really he could be. People talk about him as Allen Robinson. He's probably not as explosive as um, as as your guy. Um, but I mean, if he if, goes Jalen Phillips, uh, Caleb Farley. See, ideally, in my mind, Browns move back to this range and Farley or Phillips fall to them. And I feel a lot more comfortable with both their injury history after a trade back because, oh, I've got a 2022 20, second to offset the risk rather than a, just a first rounder. So a uh, 40 and, oh, that's kind of, I like that pick too. I don't know if I can't trade back all day. Oh, that's pretty Just get all that though. draft capital. That's a lot to look down. Let me look at my board real, here, real quick. I like Melon Falu. Yeah, I would take him. Um, I do, Kelvin Joseph supposedly has some serious character concerns. So he's oh, a he freaky athlete, though. Um, cornerback from Kentucky. 
Um, so I'm not going to stay stay away from him. Elijah Moore is still on the board. I, oh, wait, Elijah Moore? He's the... way down on this one. Wow. Uh, Asante oh Samuel. People have concerns about his size. Uh, I think he can really play. I do think the Browns might be reluctant because of his size, because he's similar size to Denzel Ward yeah. and just having to go up against bigger corners or bigger wide receivers could be problematic if you've got two five ten corners, even if they're both really good. Uh, Chase Claypool is in the division, and you got to worry about that. Uh, you know, I like Javante Williams a lot. If, if the if the Bills were to pick a running back, I like him as my RB one, honestly. Yeah, I'm not. I I am not going to take a running back this high personally. I don't well, think the Browns will either. I am going to go. Oh gosh, I really want to trade back again. And just get all – you're having all the picks here. No, I'm just going to take the picks so we don't do this all night And because I could I could do this all night. Um, and I don't think that Melon, Melathon will last. So there he is. All right, and then we're running here. Kelvin Joseph. So I'm guessing they would have taken Melon Fowler before that. Um, I think the Browns are going to pick again before the Bills here at 59. Yeah, no, Bills at 61. Uh, Milton Williams, I really – both these guys. Ali McNeil and Milton Williams are both uh, defensive tackle prospects. A little bit raw, but freaky, freaky athletes. Like um, Milton Williams has like Aaron Donald's pre-draft type athleticism. Nothing like Donald's production in college or tape, but talking about – Athletic ability, um, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So, all right, so let's keep it running. Jay Tufele, that's high for him in this. He's another interior. He's, he sat out last year from USC, yeah, yeah. defensive tackle. Um, Trey Smith is a good player from an interior guy. Oh, Ronnie Perkins. Oh, 142. Oh, no, I don't want that. Uh, 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 uh. Who do they want? No, no. Uh, oh, Asante Samuel, I really like Elijah Moore. It's got to be Elijah. Uh, Elijah and Rondale, I both like here. Oh, man, but Rondale. So Peyton Turner right here at 62, Edge from Houston, um, is somebody that I really like. Um, a lot of people really think he's he's a true 4-3 edge. Um, I really doubt that he would be available this late on day two. But he is here. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn down the Moors. This is really hard because I love them both so much. But I pick again here soon, so maybe one of them will last. But I don't. He's the top edge left, and I don't want to be left here standing at the altar without an edge prospect after day two. Okay, Bills are up. So Eagles seventy and one twenty three for sixty one. You got any interest in that? Oh no, I'm gonna reject him on take Asante Samuel Jr. There he goes. Yeah, oh, that's me. a good pick. Love him. Oh, you already got your wide out. Yeah, no, we got a wide out, and now we got a. a oh, there goes Elijah. Too. That is the worst possible outcome for, oh, for the right Chiefs. There. Elijah oh Moore gosh. to the Chiefs would be awful, 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 dude. Rondale Moore Rondale. still on the board though. He's still on the board. Let's see if he's going to last. Um, Nick Bolton is a linebacker. Some people talked about the Browns in round three. We'll see. Um, there he goes, <laughs> one before me. Uh, the Some Eagles point. sneaking in Rondell Moore. Yeah, right as I want it. Ugh, classic. That is so classic. Um, anyway, so here, oh, that's kind of, uh, that's mildly intriguing to me. Now let's just, uh, I'll make one counter here. No, go. Screw yourselves. Rams. Uh, Aaron Robinson's another guy I like at, at cornerback at, at pick six. So, Bills. yeah, he, I think, is outside. I don't know if they show the ages here. Yeah, he is outside the age guard rails for the Browns. I don't think they, so he's over 20, he's oh. already 23. Um, I, I think they, they might double up a corner um, because they're pretty thin um, right now. I think they might, I think there's a possibility that there's some talk out there in like the insider Browns universe, they're still talking with the Patriots about either JC Jackson uh, or um, what's his name? 
Who's their marquee corner that's in his contract here? For the Bills? No, for the Patriots. Oh, J.C. Jackson, Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. So there's some talk about um, Browns and uh, Patriots moving up from the second round for uh, potentially J.C. Jackson or Stephon Gilmore. I don't know. Um, Hamza Nazaruddin from Florida State is interesting. He's like a box safety guy. Um, Pete Warner, I think, is a really good linebacker. I don't think they'll take a linebacker this early. Um, Tyson Campbell, I think, is a good player uh, in, like, the next tier of corners um, beyond kind of where we were, you know. I think he's more in the – I think he's in similar tier to – I think Asante Samuel might be kind of tier one and Melon Fawu might be tier two. I I don't know. I think, I think, I think Asante Samuel is getting knocked a little bit because of his size, but I don't know. I just believe in his, I believe in bloodlines a little bit. I think he probably knows that maybe it's a bit overstated, but he's probably going to be able to figure it out. I don't know. Uh, This is too far down for me personally. Um, Deami Brown is pretty explosive deep ball guy that might be nice for the Browns. Um, he's really, he didn't have like a great um, test athletic testing, but he, he can just, he gets open, um, which I think there's something to be said for that. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Nazar Aldean here. Give me safety. We're going to go, I guess this is just going to be the defense draft. Oh, I like Rashad Campbell. Yeah, he's outside the age guard rails that the Browns are using, um, but I think he he's a good player. Um, Dylan Moses, that's high for him. No, I don't want the Rams' fourth round pick. Thanks. All right, so Nico Collins is interesting. God, this is the podcast of Michigan players. Um, this might be a little high for him, but I might need one. Uh, Amari Rogers, I think, is outside the age guard rails. He doesn't really do anything for me as a slot wide receiver. Um, for one and a second edge, this guy, Ellison Smith, I don't know if you've heard a lot about him. He's got great measurables, small school guy, so competition questions, level of competition questions. But um, he is a, you know, he, he has the, the size, um, speed. Is he outside the age guardrail for the uh, Browns? Uh, I think he might be. I think he might be because I think he was a four- or five-year player. Not 100% on that. Don't take my word on it. Uh, Paulson Adebo is pretty interesting. He sat out last year. He had a really good 2018, up and down 2019. People thought he was going to put it together in 2020, but he didn't play. Uh, Great combine numbers, though. Or not combine, but pro day. Uh, Eskridge is outside, I think. Yeah, he, he's, he's like a poor man's more Dwayne, Dwayne Eskridge. So from Western Michigan, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Nico Collins. I don't love it, but, um, that's what I got to do here. Got to get a wider receiver on day two. Yeah. Oh, yuck. Sick. Makes me sick going down. We'll no, reject all the trades. No trades. See, I mean, see if my I'm mean, gonna have to do one more trade. See so, if my guy JV on Hawkins is on the board, if you don't mind. Yep. Yes, he is. He's there. Dang, he's really low. And yeah, that's the thing with these sims, right? It's like you could play because everybody's you know that the sim is going by like roughly the same thing. So well, if he's gonna be there in round five on this, then I'm not gonna take him there. Uh yeah. So let's see what, let's just recap. We'll reset what you have so far. You got Rashad Bateman and Asante Samuel, and you've got one, two, three, five picks left. 93, one, you got a big gap here, 93, 161. Yeah, 93 is um, a big pick for them. Um, yeah. Look up um, Rashawn Slater, I think that's his name. Um, I think he's the center for um, Northwestern. I think he's gone. Man. All right, what about Creed Humphrey? Here, hold on. We, we can go. We, you want to look at centers? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. 
Nope, none of those guys. Actually, I like Drake Jackson, but no, let's let's cut all of them. Go back to the big draft board. Yeah. Um. No, no. I don't. I don't like that. I can't pronounce his last name, but the guy from USC. Oh, you don't like him? No. But people are general. Browns people think he. I think this would probably be early, but I think if they could get him early on day three, like maybe one ten, if they haven't gotten a box safety, um, people might be interested. You already got a wide receiver, but Tylen. I Wallace, like Tylen really Wallace. Like he is a stud. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he played in the bowl game with a on a bum knee. Um, didn't have to. Yeah, I, I've watched him eat. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take uh, Kendrick Green from Illinois. Yeah, I like I, – I mean, ticks me off, but he, I think he can play. Yeah, um, no, and, and the Bills need a lot of help at interior offensive line. But, yeah, Tylen Wallace, he's – he's I've seen him eat in the Big 12 for the last two years, and yeah. I'm surprised he's not talked about as a, you know, a little bit higher on the draft boards. Oh, there's you got Trey Sermon coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, thank you, Bills. You may not. All right. So Wallace is off the board. I'm just going to re- quickly recap what I got here. So Mellon followed corner, Turner edge. So two biggest things addressed there. Hamza safety at 71 and Nico Collins at wide receiver. So 110. What do we got here? What do you think the you think interior maybe interior uh, defensive line? Yeah, let's see what's here. I think interior or defense or offensive line they could they could look at. To be honest, um, Bobby Brown is somebody that uh, people Browns you are talking a lot about as a day three guy. I might go him. He had good uh, measurables. He did. He doesn't have great tape. He's young, twenty one I think, um, but. Um, Really good, um, really good pro day performance, um, which isn't everything. They've interviewed Darius Stills from uh, yeah. Old Morgantown. Um, they so they seem to like him. That's confirmed. Uh, but he he is a I think more around around five or beyond guy. Marvin Wilson, man, talk about a guy who fell off a cliff. Yeah. Top ten high school recruit. Um, but I think he, I mean, still talented, all the right measurables. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Don't, I think they might double up at edge, but I don't know that they would do it this early. Shaka Tony is really interesting to me. What is going on here? Tony Fields is another guy. I like Tony Fields, obviously. Um, Garrett Wallow is another big 12 guy that, um, good measurables. Yeah, I think he had a bunch of tackles if I remember him correctly. Just, yeah, he's kind of like a run and chase guy. Yeah, uh, I think he has some. I mean, most guys at this point at linebacker have questions about coverage. Uh, I can't bring myself. Andre Cisco is an interesting guy. He is like very exciting, deep, true deep, deep free safety. Um, but he is pure instinct, and he is huge boomer bust. Like you're talking opposite hash to opposite sideline interceptions, or just completely off the screen getting burnt crazy crazy stuff um tommy tremble's interesting i think they might wait to go wide receiver uh let me see these guys yeah i think the bills are definitely going to draft another tight end somewhere in the draft um this year for sure david morris somebody browns you are talking about as a day three guy on the interior small school grambling state but Great measurables, um, really dominated at that level. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bobby Brown uh, from Texas A&M. That's a good name, tackle. also. It's an easy flow yep. right off the nice. top. Yeah, it's good. It's good name. Good name also for a defensive tackle. Um, so I think the Browns are gonna pick again before. Yeah, I think the Bills have 190. It's at 193. Yeah, so the I think the Browns next one will be 169. I can't remember everything that I accumulated here actually i, I think expect the browns to move around the a lot 161 oh no there we are 132 seth williams okay uh let's see everything here uh tony fields is still there this might be the point where the browns are thinking about a linebacker 
James Wiggins, kind of interesting safety, but we already kind of got one of those guys. Uh, uh, Anthony Schwartz, don't know if you know anything about this guy. True Olympic track speed guy, really raw from Auburn um, as a wide receiver, but uh, U.S. Olympic team uh, in the 100, just 4-3-1 type guy. Um, Jeez. Might be interested. What's in his measurables like? Height? How how tall is he? Uh, he's decent. I mean, he looks. He's a true track guy. Um, so I think he's he's six foot. Uh, let's see what his grass was. It wasn't that great? Six point nine four. So that might be a little love for the brownies. Um, But yeah, so three seasons at Auburn. Uh, let's see if this thing's gonna load. It's 20, 21 years old, not even. Anyway, so the, while that loads, I'm gonna keep looking. You know, a lot of uh, Bills, I've seen a lot there of Bills is. mock drafts picking Sean Wade. Um, and like round four out of a out of. I think that's good value if he's gonna play in the nickel, um, or as a safety, who as a slot safety who's gonna cover. Uh, I think he can play there. I just think he can't play outside. Um, he might be a nice air apparent in the safety room. Um, after these guys' contracts come up, um, for your guys' two core safeties, or if you're gonna play any three safety sets. He can play special teams. He, had, I mean, he has all the measurables. He's got good size, good length, good speed, um, good explosion. But he just uh, – he didn't have a great year. I mean, I mean, I don't think his year was as bad as people made it out to be, but I think on day three you're getting a good value. I, I wouldn't mind Sean Wade on the Browns um, if he's a special teams guy, rotation. He'd yeah. give you emergency snaps outside. Um, but I just – it's it's too bad for him because he came back to Ohio State because of the COVID stuff, and he cost himself um, a good amount of money, my personal opinion. Let me see interior offensive line here one more time, and then I'm going to make a pick so we get going here. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to take David Moore here, even though it's like a little bit against the board, but uh, just get an interior offensive lineman that I know um, has good measurables. Um, I like Jackson from Kentucky to the center. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what the Brown situation is at center. If they're going to, I know the bills are going to need to replace Mitch Morse here in the near future, even though he's, I think he's been pretty nails for the bills. Yeah. So it's the same thing with JC Treader. I think he is, he, they have an out in his contract after next year, he's going to be, he's going to turn 31 um, in the next 365 days. They drafted Nick Harris out of Washington, who's a bit undersized, but he is a good zone blocking center. So um, it might work out. He can't play guard, so he's pretty pigeonholed. All right, let's see. We got the Bills up here at 161. Yeah, I'm thinking so, running back, uh, running back or interior defensive line here. So let's see who's on the board. So I think Hubbard is still available, who I personally like. Yeah, I, um, I think he like talk about a guy that cost himself for coming back for a year. That guy would have been at worst into the second round if he would have came in last year, if he would have entered last yeah. year into the draft. Kylan Hill is some people, Browns people have talked about, but a little bit later. Same with Elijah Mitchell. That's more like 257 for the Browns at the last pick. Uh, Luanga, I've heard some people talk about as being pretty good. And then your guy, Javion Hawkins, is there. Yeah, Nuongo, it was a backup to a guy who's Brees Hall for Iowa State is really good. Which he, he came out of Wichita, Kansas, where I've oh, spent really? years of my life. Yeah, and then he went to Iowa State and just he's, he's kicking ass. But um, let's go hop over to – yeah, there it is. Um, I was hoping my boy Sills was still on the board. He is. Oh, he is. There he is. I, I can't read right now. Yeah, I'm taking him. Big right, well, defensive go. player of the year. Bring him on. I, the Bills need a lot of interior D-line help. Ed Oliver, um, I think, has played a little, little below 
the stats have shown a little bit below than what he actually has played. I think he's played well and out of position because of Star Latuale um, opted out. So I think Darius still will provide much needed depth there. And his measurables aren't good. It, he's not tall, doesn't have long arms, but he, he absolutely is a he, he plays well. So um, nice. I know you're talking about Bills tight ends day three. Quentin Morris out of Bowling Green is a really interesting guy for the Browns. I think this is too early, I think, for them. Um, talking post pick 200 is my guess, but maybe they would love him. But Quentin Morris, big time measurables guy, um, you know, max school player, so not an ideal competition level, but pass catcher who, who can also block um, potentially decent value there for the Bills on day three. Uh, oh, Shaka Tony, my guy. Chubba Hubbard is also interesting to me here, uh, mostly because it'll take people off. All the different mock drafts have Josh Palmer all over the place from Tennessee, wide receiver. Um, he is in definitely a tier down, but he has got good size. Uh, he lacks a little bit of explosion. Um, I mean, he lacks a, de- a decent amount of explosion, but he knows how to run routes. He knows how to catch, um, and he's got um, good size. He is interesting to me if they're going to double up there. Uh, and, and I think you can get good value if you find it. I mean, the Bills and Gabe Davis last year, that was a day three pick. And he, I think he was top five in rookie receiver production last year. Yeah, no, I mean, same Browns with Donovan Peoples yeah, Jones last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. I think that that is. You got to take some shots. Some people are going to get uh, going to get cut, and that's the way it goes when you have a good roster, which is unusual for the Browns. Uh, but it's all good. I wanted to uh, touch on you talk because you're talking about tight end. It, the 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 difference of philosophy. I know we talked about it earlier uh, between the Browns and Bills. The Browns run so much twelve personnel in the Bills. I don't know. It's because they lack a good tight end. Unlike the Browns, they 10 personnel across the board. Um, but yeah, I know it's, it's crazy hearing you talk about getting that third tight end and he's going to be a fourth tight end behind Ojoku for this year, at least. Right. Yeah. He'll be the fourth, I think, because they, they drafted Harrison Bryant, who was the Mackey award winner last year, yeah. um, who through the first eight games was a good productive player, but I think they like to get these guys in the pipeline. So they have a, a UDFA, a Stephen Carlson, Princeton guy, I think, one of the Ivy League schools, um, is the tight end four right now. Uh, but I think they'd like to get another guy in there because I think Nijo- one of Najoku and Hooper is not going to last beyond 2021. So I think they would like to get, you know, three tight ends that you can count on and then bring in another guy uh, next year. Um, or, you know, maybe they bring in another UDFA that they like instead. So I just think they want to keep it moving. Uh, I'm going to go here with – let me see. Let me double check what I got here. I'm going to take Palmer. Oh, out of Tennessee, nice. Yeah, so I go Palmer with the wide receiver. All right, and we're back to the Bills at 174. Uh, what did you right. take last time? Defensive tackle, so you're looking running back maybe? Yeah, running back, Chuba's still there. And I'm, I I really neglected edge too, so. Um, so you got some decent uh, options there. I yeah, like Shaka Tony. Yeah, Shaka Tony. I, I think he's good value. Chauncey Golston, decent player. Some people really like Janarius Robinson on day three. Interesting guy. Uh, like decent measurables, not a ton of production in college. Yeah, I think right now, Shaka Tony and Chuba Hubbard. Uh, I, I think uh, Chuba is a home run threat per se, but I don't think he has that combine speed that's really electric. And the, the Bills already have Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, who are both – not home run hitters. So I don't, I don't know if Chuba Hubbard's going to translate to be a home run hitter in the NFL. So I'm going to go with Shaka Tony hoping, uh, yeah. JV on Hawkins is still there. Um, later on, I doubt he is, but yeah, let's take Shaka Tony there at edge to kind of at least get one edge off the board. All right.
yeah. The the Chiefs have really screwed up screwed over anyone trying uh, to sign a guard in the next twenty years. Trey McKitty is also is oh, another Chuba Hubbard uh, of the Patriots. Titan. Interesting. I think we got a long wait here. I think Brown's just two eleven. Maybe it's the next one. Yeah, the Bills gave up all their picks in the uh, Stephon Diggs trade. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So let me give this everything. Terry Benson Jr. is probably too small. Um, I mean, he is little, little, but man, is he fast. Uh, I mean, you could maybe try to find an, a solid nickel in this spot. Maybe. Yeah. He, that I mean, that's probably what he's going to play. I don't mind Nwanga here. Yeah, especially if you, if you guys aren't going to sign um, Nick Chubb to an extension, which I think you both you and I agree that you shouldn't pay a running back a second contract. So, yeah, and I don't know if this if cutting Sheldon Richardson for rollover is going to make that more interesting. All right, I'm going to take my guy here, small school. No, and by no means did I discover him, but uh, Mike Strand out of Charleston. What the West Virginia cut like the the D two yeah oh wow yeah here I'll look up his um his measurables he's crazy uh you know I don't want to pipe my own toot my own horn right here but I I did I I definitely did get a an offer from Charleston University or I don't not sure if it's University of Charleston back in the day. Here we go. Let me tell you what his. I'm watching his 40 right now as we speak. Yeah, he's crazy, but I'll take at 211. I'm going to take a take a shot on him because I think he's like six four. Oh wow! Diamonds in the rough. Yeah. Where? How how did you fall upon him? Where'd you get him at? So, I mean, I am just a nut for the draft. And somebody, um, there's a guy uh, at Cleveland uh, Browns mock draft. Uh, his name's Stephen Thomas. I think he's a professional comedian. But he does, he's done a hundred straight days of mock drafts for the Browns. Um, and he does a write up for every player that they pick um, throughout it. And so I, 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 I'm pretty sure he was the one that turned me on to him. I mean, he's just freaky, but I'm just going to take him. Uh, so we're not dallying around here too much longer, even though he's probably, I think he's outside the age guardrails, uh, unfortunately, for the Browns. Um, but I think somebody's going to get a super freak with him. So we got now we're on the Bills at two thirteen. Hey, yeah, let's go to running back now. Everybody? If Hawkins is okay. there, he wants Hawkins. What do we? And think? he's nope. not there. My God, no. Nope. I could make you upset and take uh, Nuangu, but no, I'm not going to. Um, I don't. I'm not upset by anybody taking a running back. I'll get an undrafted free agent, man. Rakeem I'll Boyd. Go, like, what's his say, name? Uh, last chance, you guy. Um, let's go to safeties. Let's, yeah, show show me safeties. I don't. I don't like the. There's some good safeties still here on this board. Um, not Lacan. Derek Forrest from Cincinnati is a good player. Uh, I personally think, anyways. Uh, uh, they, he's already gone. Uh, there's a kid from San Diego State, Tariq Thompson, I think is his name. Let me see if I can find him. Um, he, I really like him. He's a little higher on this board than some other ones. But he's uh, Christian up off from Illinois State, a little lower level, but good uh, good testing numbers. Um, um, go, go, take the calf. I like, take the calf of Cincinnati for 
I, I think the force needs some safety. Yeah. Yes. Depth. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he three year starter. And I mean, he's going to play. He'd be a nice extra guy. He can bring him along and he's going to be a good special teams player. Um, so that'll be good. I think that would be a nice pick for. Man, I can't find strands measurables, but he's like in the top group um, for relative athletic score, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but that guy, I think his name's at Matt, Math Bomb on Twitter. He, he does everybody's measurables in a um, by position. So he has a spreadsheet. I think it goes back to 1979 for all players drafted. Um, and so your relative athletic score out of zero to 10 shows where you rank amongst all, you know, wide receivers, cornerbacks, whatever. And so a little tricky this year because no combine, yeah. um, but, um, you know, confirmed from these pro days, confirmed measurements. Um, and he's up there with Jamar Chase in terms of measurables, like 9.6 something, I think. Um, so it's, you know, crazy, crazy 96th percentile, basically uh, going back decades for wide receivers but anyways browns are or bills are up again 236 uh yeah i'm thinking what are you thinking uh, go go to offensive uh offensive tackle I, i'm all about ex- beefing up the the depth on the offensive line yeah give me the marshall guy josh ball all right there you go top of the board couldn't tell you anything about a single tackle in this class other than Penny Sewell. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't tell you anything about Josh Wall, but got to love the Marshall grads. <laughs> the, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that they put Trey Norwood as a safety. I swear for Oklahoma, he's been playing corner for the past 12 years for them. Yeah, some of these guys are doing, they do wonky stuff depending on who it is. Because he's definitely a corner, and he's definitely way higher on some boards than 250. Um, and because he's really fast, but he's a little small. Yeah. Um, he could be a slot guy. That might be interesting. 257. Who cares? Um, Buddy Johnson is a linebacker that uh, has been connected to the Browns a little bit. Um, not a great player, but tested crazy. So, so. Uh, with my last pick here, and I think that's our last pick overall. Got, I could use another corner. I don't care about linebackers. So I got, oh man, I got three wide receivers. That was silly. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I carried away with my, my with my guy Mike Strand. Uh, let me look at tight end real quick. Tony Pulshon is up picking him. That'd be crazy. Oh, Zach Davidson, I like. He's the guy from Central Missouri that's also a punter. I might have to take him. Uh, oh, that's a that's a solid D two school. Yeah, I don't love any of these running backs enough to or know enough about them to take one of them. Let me see what we got here. Trey Norwood is interesting at this stage. So would Christian Upoff to me, and Buddy Johnson. But we're not going to give linebackers that kind of respect because they don't deserve it. So give me. Yeah, I think Trey Norwood. I mean, Hunter. Oh, you want the guy from Central Missouri? Give me Zach Davidson at tight end. Drew Christman, I love it. All right, so we'll just summarize here for the good people. Bills, Rashad Bateman, hate that pick. Asante Samuel, hate that pick. Kendrick Green, hate that pick. <laughs> I don't I, – I hate your draft. I, I, I'm actually a big fan of this draft other than – I mean, I can't tell you a dang thing about Josh Ball, but – Who cares? 236. People were talking about the Bills picking Asante Samuel at pick 30, maybe if they liked him enough. So, pick 61. I love him there. If Bateman, I don't think he's going to be available at 61 personally. I don't think he is either. Uh, I think he's going to be top half of the second round. But, yeah, I mean – And I don't think Bateman is going to – I think the Bills, if they're like and, – and Bean knows more than I will, but best player available at 30. If someone falls like Bateman does, you got to just pick them. Yeah. And, see, that's the catch-22, right? Because that's also where the Brown – I agree that you take them, maybe, but that's also where you might be able to squeeze 
more draft capital out of somebody yeah. uh, because you. it fell it fell the way he wanted. So Brownies traded back, uh, but Melifonwu. got Melfonwu and Turner. I love that. To be honest, I'm perfectly happy with those two plus the draft capital. Uh, Nazarella Dean safety. So you know, well, yeah, and he's no, really of more build, of a, a linebacker box player. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I like three levels of the defense address there, depth wise. Melifon um, could come in and start day one, um, but the rest of them don't have to. Nico Collins, he might not make the roster. Who knows? Uh, Bobby Brown might have liked to go a little bit earlier, but defensive tackle board didn't fall exactly the way I wanted it to. I like David Moore's competition in, inside, uh, Josh Palmer and Strand. Best man wins for some uh, wide receiver six slash special teams reps and Zach Davidson taking over the tight end four spot plus Denver's 2022 second, which might be the 33rd pick. I don't know. So how uh, many how many picks did you end up with all the capital that you traded back? How many did you start with? How many did you end up with? So nine is what the Browns have. They have an extra third, extra fourth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I think that's right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, so I drafted nine players. I I would be kind of surprised if the Browns drafted nine. They might. They're not gonna they're not gonna just trade down for the sake of trading down, but I think they would be big fans, especially on day three, if they can flip a sixth for a 2022 fifth or fifth or fourth, whatever. I think that they'll be inclined to do that um, just to push some of these guys in the future uh, based on how the roster is right now with one year deals um, and um, heavy veterans with contract extensions coming down the road um, for a few of these guys that they're going to have to pay eventually. All right. With, with the draft, essentially upon us you were at the draft a couple of years ago with your son to to part to end the podcast what was your favorite experience at that draft oh so we were there for we went on saturday round six five and six maybe no we stayed till the end uh so we were there when drew forbes i don't know if you're you know um they do this thing now, Project X, these small school players, uh, or, or Prospect X, Prospect X, Sports Illustrated does it, where they like high, they follow a prospect, a small school guy through the draft process, but without using his name the whole time. Um, and so Drew Forbes was the Prospect X, and the Browns ended up taking him. Um, and that's the only pick they made while we were there for trades or whatever reason. And so it was just cool being there, you know, with your son. I went with me and my brother went with my dad to the 99 draft when the Browns drafted Tim Couch. And so, and they announced on sports talk radio that they had already agreed to a contract before we got there, which was a hilarious reaction by my dad about what, like how everything was ruined. Um, but anyways, the, that was, I mean, that's just like cool to be there. I mean, it's it's round five. So they're just like really throwing the picks up there. You, I'm like, who's Drew Forbes? I don't know who this guy is. Um, he sat out last year because of COVID. He did nothing um, his rookie year, but we'll see. He'll be in the mix as a, the, a rotational guy in the, uh, on the interior of the offensive line. And maybe he'll uh, make it, maybe it won't, but it's, uh, it's definitely a cool experience. I'm glad they've changed it the way they have. It's so different from when I went in 99 to that draft when I was in radio city music hall. And there's, a few hundred fans there. I don't know, maybe a couple thousand to, you know, hundred thousand in Nashville a couple years ago. It'll be interesting to see how they do it with COVID. There's like two sections, one for vaccinated, one for non-vaccinated in Cleveland. Oh, wow. um, so it, it'll be, it'll be different, but I think it's still going to be cool. And I think it's, you know, really the first big sports event. Um, well, I don't know that some of the, the Super Bowl and the national championship games, I guess were limited capacity somewhat, but not really that limited um during the pandemic so i think this will be pretty big I, it's exciting that's in cleveland um 
I hope that I stay up all night tomorrow night just for the Browns not to take a pick and they trade it back. But um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Thanks, guys, for joining us with the podcast. And if you have stayed with us this long, you are either my mother or an absolute nerd, and neither of those are a compliment. Um, stay tuned. We should be coming out with the post-draft podcast to discuss what actually happened in the draft and what the needs are going forward for these teams. And we're down, we go, go, go.